Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I have the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. You That's have to, so true. You have to surround yeah. yourself with people that want to work. Have a good work environment where everyone loves what they do because you have one life. No toxic work environments and show up and do the work. If you're the smartest person in that room, you've got to go to another room. Like you don't, I want to be around really successful people because that's going to drive me to be successful. A lot of people get intimidated to be in a room full of smart thinkers, wealthy people, whatever it is. I want to be in that room. Because it also like scares you to want to be like to be like the motivates you and inspires person. you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I got to hustle. So <laughs> I, I think also because you see everything on social media and you think, Oh, it's just a lifestyle or, Oh, it's like really quick and easy. And you can just post something and it's not easy when you do product shots, when you do post things that are work related posts, it's still a job and it's still really hard and success is never easy. So you just, if you put in the work, you will see results. It's that simple. Welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry, getting off my fucking ass and working, okay? We have so much to talk about this week. I We just got to get straight into it. Let's start off with our Can I Get a Hell Yeah? I'm going to give this one to Adnan Saeed. You guys know him. I was thinking about this. I, was Serial the first podcast that I ever listened to? I really think it was, but ooh. The years, the years that have gone by. But if you guys somehow don't know who Adnan is, he was the subject of season one of Serial, which um, was about him. Really, it was about his uh, high school girlfriend getting murdered and him getting accused of it. He has been in jail since 1999 and there have been many um, attempts at a retrial or opening of the case to try and get him out because the details are pretty murky even still uh, as to who could have murdered her um, but there has been a breakthrough a breakthrough that I didn't think was going to happen because at this point I thought that they had exhausted all options with Adnan but apparently they had not so his legal team, they got a big win on Thursday when they filed a joint motion with the Baltimore City State's attorney requesting that the court order modern DNA testing on Heyman Lee's clothing, shoes, and a rape kit that was taken from her. Um, they have never been tested before by DNA this entire time, which honestly was like pretty shocking to me. Um, 
I don't, you know, obviously I don't really know what DNA technology is like, but I would have felt like from the late 90s to now, it seems like they would have used DNA testing at this, but I, I apparently not. Okay. So yes, they have been approved and they are going to go through with DNA testing. The thing about cereal <clears throat> that I think... And I think this conversation has been happening more with like true crime podcasts is that, or really true crime, any sort of subject matter, documentaries or whatever, is that what gets lost in the story oftentimes is the victim. And the story often focuses on the perpetrator and, you know, everything about them, right? So, um, you know, this is a win for everybody potentially. And I think we should celebrate that. It is... If this is something that could exonerate Adnan, obviously that's really great. But if they can find out who exactly did that, that could be a lot of great closure for Heyman Lee's family, you know? Um, I can't imagine what it would be like to be the parents of somebody who's lost their child like that and and then to have it have it come up all those years later and it become the source of international intrigue and yeah, like I, I we really I think often don't think about the consequences of the people who are affected by these stories becoming headlines and fodder. And I actually just happened to um, come across, there's going to be a, um, uh, a, not a docuseries, a, I guess like a limited rum series um, called we need to talk about Pam, or that's what the dateline title of the, episode was but it was about this lady named pam hup who it's it's a wild story you should look it up i definitely encourage you i think there's like a dateline podcast and the episode that you can see it on youtube uh but i digress uh what's her name i think was it is it renee zellweger i think is playing pam hup um and the daughter of Pamela Hupp has been on TikTok talking about like how much money is being made off of her family story, how she's not seeing any of that. And she's having to relive the situation. And in her case, like anticipate now the show's about to come out and be another source of conversation. And yeah, it's like she has to sit in that. They don't, get anything from it other than the constant reminder of what happened. And that really sucks. So, you know, hell yeah to uh, science and hopefully we can get some answers. I mean, if anybody deserves answers, definitely her family. So I hope that that's what comes from this. Like, obviously if Adnan has been in jail this whole time, um, wrongly, you know, for under false pretenses, that fucking sucks. <laughs> that really fucking sucks. But like, yeah, I mean, you know, her family deserves closure for sure. All these years later, I still like don't know where I land with it. I kind of feel like I'm one of the small minority of people that still feel like Adnan really didn't have anything to do with it. My eyes have always been um, focused towards Jay. He's a very sketchy, weird individual. I think he knows a lot and he's not saying it, but th- th- that's my thought on it. But let's move on because, like I said, we have so much to talk about. Um, I guess we'll get into the e- easiest thing first, the rumor of Vanderpump Rules, Katie, Maloney, Schwartz, and Tom Schwartz potential breakup. Really could be another... Uh, <laughs> um entry into my can I get a hell yeah because like thank god you know I feel more relieved knowing that there's even the possibility that this relationship might be over like I like my nostrils have cleared up just a little bit more I feel like I've got a little bit more lung capacity like it just feels like a weight off of my shoulders because my god this relationship has been an albatross (laughs) for everybody okay I I'm happy. So here's here's what's been going on. All of this is just like alleged. All of these are rumors. Um, we'll get into it. The first thing was uh, Katie had reposted a quote from Kim Kardashian talking about how, um, you know, you put into a relationship. Let me let me look up the exact quote. 
In the last two years, I decided I'm going to make myself happy, and that feels really good. And even if it created changes and caused my divorce, I think it's important to be honest with yourself about what really makes you happy. I've chosen myself. I think it's okay to choose you. So Katie reposted that on her Instagram story with the caption, Amen. And people were like, oh, interesting, right? So then everybody, you know, the Reddit girlies were out there doing their investigative work and um, looking at other people's, you know, um, fired cast members that they still hang out with. They're all hanging out with each other. And Katie and Tom are both at these events, but not really seen together. It, there's a lot of conjecture. There's also a rumor that uh, James Kennedy had told somebody in Vegas that they had definitely broken up, but who's to say, right? Um, the only thing that I find interesting about this is that they're not denying it. Like clearly these rumors have been going on for weeks. Um, and yeah, they're not really doing anything to put an, and the rumors to rest. So, you know, prayers up. I'm going to light a candle on that one myself. I mean, my God, their relationships fucking sucks. <laughs> like, and honestly, I would, I mean, is it fair to say that I would like Katie a lot more if she just dumped him? No. Is that how I feel? Yeah. So, you know, life's not fair. Okay. <laughs> um, let's move on to our next story. You guys, what the hell's going on with Daniel Kaluuya? Have you heard about this? The Get Out actor, Black Panther, London boy, seemingly very charming from what I consume of him. Um, something's going on. So, Apparently, I've been like trying to piece the situation together because it's very confusing. But apparently, this might stem from the Oscars last year. Obviously, you know, these award shows have had to modify their audience and, you know, like the people who are in the crowd with just a select amount of people. So apparently, Daniel... Like I said, he's from London. His mom lives there and he was trying to get her to come into the country so she could attend the award show with him. They couldn't make it happen. You know, a lot of calls were made, a lot of calls to the consulate and whatnot. But like at that time, there was no going in or out. Um, he could have gone to England to like, you know, set up a little live telecast via live via satellite situation, but he wanted her to come to LA. They couldn't make it happen. And so he was mad at his uh, team for not executing this, right? This is all alleged. So um, from there, apparently there's a woman who has been completely integrated into Daniel's life in a way that he does not have any, he fired all of his team management um, agency. He left his agency, CAA, like one of the biggest, <clears throat> excuse me, top agencies in the world. Um, stylist, like everybody, his whole team, and now is solely employing this woman. Let's get into it. This woman goes by the name of Air Holiness, H-E-I-R Holiness, okay? Apparently, she considers herself to be his personal manager. Um, she posted this on LinkedIn, but it's since been deleted. Um, she also describes herself as the headmistress head for the International Alma Mater Blessed University. Have you guys ever heard of that? Yeah, me either. Um People don't really know who she is, what she does, but she's been around Daniel as like a close personal minder um, for quite a while. He just filmed the Jordan Peele movie, uh, Nope, and she was on set with him and he apparently like he, she's just been running his whole life. People don't really know what it is that she does. It's giving Scientology it's giving um, woo-woo scamming. Uh, there are just a lot of questions. People are very concerned about him. And it just seems like a really strange pivot from what everybody, from, you know, like his uh, public image to people who, you know, sources that know him. This is like very strange. I should be clear and say that he does still have his management in London, but this, he fired everybody 
in America. So, yeah, like I said, people are really concerned. Um, apparently, they were introduced through a makeup artist who that makeup artist is some sort of crystal guru. Um, and it, it's just very strange. She is a 50 year old woman. Her Apparently, her real name is Vanilla with a Y and two L. Yeah, two L's. That's typical, right? <laughs> Vanilla with a Y. Vanilla Salima Mahmoud. Okay. She is uh, 50 years old. She, they found her um, social media accounts, but they're all private. She's like really keeps her things under wrap. Um, apparently when he was filming Judas and the Black Messiah, he would fly Air Holiness to um, LA from Las Vegas every week for spiritual healing, a special diet. She's given him supplements. He's losing weight. And there's maybe a romantic element to it. I don't know. He had a girlfriend, but they've since broken up. And it's just very strange. So they reached out to this woman. Here's where it gets weirder. She acts like not only do they not work together, she doesn't even know this guy, even though there are pictures of them in a um what do you call it a uh, hot air balloon together like it's clearly her she's got this thing on her like where her third eye would be a little marking there on her forehead and um yeah it's just really really giving scammer for me um she says that she ran a university blessed university and this would have all happened before the pandemic, but it closed. The website's gone. It, it, apparently, the International Alma Mater School of Ascension is what she ran, which called itself an institution created to serve today's women in business and education, in leadership, empowerment, and spiritual self-sufficiency as a foundation for excellence in life and business. She also says that she has a BS, MS, and PhD in holistic health, parapsychic science, and and from this is from the American Institute of Holistic Theology. And she also says that she's skilled in wellness coaching, executive coaching, spiritual healing, energy healing, building relationships, and many other things. Now, listen, okay? I am like hours out from getting a tarot card reading. So I'm, you know, a li- I dabble, okay? But I also keep my own third eye open. And, and the other two, okay? And I know bullshit when I see it. So you saying that you have a PhD from uh, whatever the fuck doesn't mean anything, okay? I know that. <laughs> All these little distinctions that you give us, it's just a certificate that you got online, whatever like bullshit scammer, uh, spiritual women's empowerment as a way to be a better business girl boss, that's some bullshit too. Okay. Like, let's just call a thing a thing people. All right. And I'm concerned. It's very odd. It seems like his circle's really getting smaller. And I, you know, like supplying you with supplements, like you can, it's, it's weird. It's getting weird. So hopefully, you know, everything is on the up and up. But to act like she didn't even know who he was when there are pictures of them and people fully know and she's been on sets with him and stuff is just very strange. Very, very strange. So let's let's all keep our third eye open, okay? All right, let's move on to our girl of the week. I know you guys might be chomping at the bit thinking that there might be three girls that may have made the list today, but you're wrong. We're going to save... We're going to save those for later, okay? We're, I'm, we're really going to get into those asses, aren't we? Um, the girl for this week is Grimes. Like, what? What's happening? This chick is so strange. And not in the way that she wants us to think, okay? I know that she likes to put on, you know, iridescent powder all over her eyes and, like, those um, those uh, contacts that black out your corneas or whatever. But, I, okay right? Like, it's it's a lot, right? Didn't she grow up rich? Isn't she like a full-on industry plant? Isn't she... I, I don't get her the like beep boop, beep boop boop robot music that she does. I tried to listen. I don't understand. I don't have the RAM or for it or something. But I just am getting a lot of energy of a woman. And I have to remind myself that 
but she's not 19 like I like she acts and she, we're actually like age-wise peers <laughs> she's fully in her 30s um she just seems like very desperate to seem interesting and like to what end I want everybody during women's history month to give themselves a break look in the mirror and say I am a flop and that is okay Okay, I've done it. It is so freeing. Why do people want to be interesting so bad? (laughs) Can I tell you guys like a little story? A little anecdote? I'm going to. So I went to high school with this guy who is now fully QAnon. Like fully, like in every possible way, Pizzagate, JFK Jr. coming back and coming becoming the Republican president, like fully wacka cracka. Okay, where am I going with this? Um, <laughs> oh, the the underlying thing that I get from like these wacko messages that this person puts out is that it just seems like they want to be different and they want to be in on the secret and they want to be like you guys don't know, but I do because I've done my research and like if you guys would just like. Uh, you know, open your eyes to what's really going on in the deep state, then you would know what I know. Like, it's just this perpetual need to feel like smarter or better than people. And I just like, why? It sounds exhausting. (laughs) It really does. So let's just like free ourselves, free the flop, free the flop 2022. And by that, I mean, just like let her free, let the flop inside of you, let your flop flag fly. Okay. Let it, let it fly. And free yourself from the chains of trying to seem interesting. We don't, you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. Anyway, she did this interview for Vanity Fair. Um, One thing that I want to talk about that I think got a little bit buried in that interview is that she said some like wild shit about um, Elon, who is worth hundreds of billions of dollars, um, quote, living below the poverty line because he had a hole in his mattress and he didn't want to get a new one and that she eats peanut butter eight days a week. And it's like, ma'am, you're not living below the poverty line. He's just cheap. That's very different because he has billions more than anybody on this planet. So what do you mean? What are you talking about? Why don't you get a mattress? You're a millionaire. (laughs) Why don't you go order some fresh direct girl? Like, what do you mean? You're not shackled to this man. Get a new mattress. Anyway. Um, so she just did an interview with uh, Vanity Fair and it was revealed in that, that she has a new baby via surrogate. Do I really care that she has a new kid? No, but the story and how it came about is what really was like interesting to me. So here's the excerpt. About 15 minutes after we sit down to discuss her new music, a quote, space opera, do this springish tentatively titled book one, I hear what vaguely sounds like a lone cry from an infant upstairs. I think I notice Grimes Grimes wince, but I say nothing and move on. Could be anything. Another few minutes passed, just some, as I'm about to bring up um, some song that's on the book, who cares? Um, I hear it again. This time it's multiple cries and it's unmistakable. I've got two kids. That's a baby. And I can tell from the frozen look on my host's face that she heard it too. So I brace myself to ask the strangest question of my career. Do you have another baby in your life, Grimes? She's rattled and I'm mortified um, by even accidentally making a woman, a new mother, no less, feel exposed and vulnerable. I suggest we pause for a moment to discuss the surreal professional ethics at play, which are that I can't pretend I don't know that she's got a secret baby with the world's wealthiest man hiding upstairs, especially when she's invited me here. It's a calming period that breaks with a sitcom punchline. A full-blown infant screams upstairs, followed by the voice of a woman pleading, shh. Now we both start laughing. Did she really think I wasn't going to hear a baby? (laughs) Grimes just shakes her head. She's a little colicky, too. She laughs again and buries her face in her hands. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. Congratulations to Grime and Elon Musk of the birth of their second child together. It's a gift. (laughs) Yikes. Um... Didn't they break up? Like, isn't he mean to her? Didn't he name the first child the internet password name and, like, didn't give her an option? Isn't he, like, very strange? And then she says that they want to have, like, three or four kids. 
doesn't he already have like seven? I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. He can more than take care of them. And even with one kid, I feel like he's going to be an absentee father. So, you know, if you're going to be absent, at least have them be rich. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it works that way. But um, yeah, it's just a perpetual need to be interesting for me. Do we Do we think that... I mean, she did tweet that it was, like, not intentional. She did not do that in the hopes that the, the writer would um, find out. But do we believe that? I don't know. And I, honestly, I don't really care. Also, why is she dating Chelsea Manning? See, why are you, you just have a kid? <laughs> and apparently now she's, like, holed up in Austin with Chelsea Manning, the, the military whistleblower. What's going on? I don't care. Let's, why, don't, why am I even talking about this? Move on. <laughs> Alright, um, so last week, Hillary Baldwin, Ilaria, announced that she was going to be taking a break from social media, and I said nothing, okay? Because I just had a feeling that there might be something more to the issue. Why would a woman who is perpetually popping her pussy all over Times Square in the West Village for views suddenly be like oh I'm going to hola mis compadres I'm going to be taking a break you know I'll be back maybe I'll check in from time to time and um you know I drop you a photo and let you know that we're okay be good to yourselves and so much love and energy to you see you soon HB and then the caption says be good to yourselves I cherish our community (laughs) I'll come right back does she like really have people who like genuinely like her (laughs) The girl's delusional. Anyway, so I thought that's mm, something about that is interesting. Why would she do that? And then um, her husband, Alec Baldwin, dropped a little filing um, with regard to him shooting Helena Hutchins on the movie set of Rust. Uh, Now I'm understanding why she decided to conveniently time this break to, you know, um, spend time with her 7,000 children. Okay. Um, So let's get into this file. I'm looking at my notes, knowing what I'm about to say, and I'm speechless because I can't believe I'm about to repeat them to you. I... (laughs) shocking. So like I said, he filed legal papers on Friday denying any responsibility for shooting Helena Hutchins dead. We all knew this was going to happen. He said that on the interview with 2020, like I didn't do it. I don't know who did it, but it wasn't me like full on shaggy. Um, So I guess it's not really surprising that he would like, it's surprising to me that he would put this down legally because you did shoot her. Like that isn't, irrefutable fact but let's continue it gets worse um he goes on to say that every single mistake leading up to that shooting was performed by somebody else and in the filing it says this is a rare instance when the system broke down and someone should be held legally culpable for the tragic consequences That person is not Alec Baldwin, adding that he's just an actor. Then he kind of starts to blame Helena for her own death by saying that she directed him in the rehearsal scene to determine how best to angle the camera and what movements Alec should make um, for her to capture the cocked gun that the script had called for. Um, Helena had described what she would like Alec Baldwin to do with the placement of the gun. She directed Baldwin to hold the gun higher to a point where it was directed toward her. In giving and following these directions, Hutchins and Baldwin shared a core vital belief that the gun was cold and contained no live rounds. Um, fuck you. Like, of course she thought that. Like, what? Like, yeah, duh. (laughs) Like, of course she, like, what does that mean? I don't know. So then he goes, in giving and following these instructions, uh, sorry, Baldwin asked Hutchins whether she wanted to see him cock the gun as the script required. She responded yes. But then he goes on to take no responsibility for failing to double check the gun. Um, then blaming it on another woman who was on set. She was a, an armorer, Hannah Gutierrez Reed. She said that Hannah told him not to double check the gun because it was her job to check it, not his. 
Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Why would you do that? Like what would be why why would you be like, "Oh no, it's not. Don't even bother checking it. It's not your job." Like what do you mean? Isn't it? I don't really know much about guns, but first of all, isn't it just like a quick check? Secondly, like for them to be having some like whole conversation about this, like don't do it. That's my job. And also like, why would you say that? Like when it comes to gun safety, if this person was trained, I just have a hard time believing that they would be so like particular about the other person not checking, you know, like let's all check everybody on the set. Look at the gun and check. You know, like, let's all get into it. It just seems odd to me that she would be like, no, you don't check it. That's my job. You know, the filing goes on to say that an actor cannot rule that a gun is safe. That's the responsibility of other people on set, which is true, sort of like, why are we mixing up live rounds and not live rounds? That would be like, I feel like if an actor is handling a gun on set, there should be protocols in which they have at least a little tertiary uh, quick walkthrough on the gun, right? Like, is it ultimately their responsibility that there was a live round put in it? No, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He still shot her. It's the fact that he's acting like he didn't shoot her you know you did like you unequivocally did so then he goes on to say he starts blaming um or rather kind of like pointing the finger at helena's widow matthew hutchins he goes on to say that they kept up in communication that when he first saw Matthew Matthew hugged him and said that they were going to get through this together and that they had a you know warm relationship with one another and his son and that I guess he had given them some sort of monetary situation um that Alec had repeatedly said if you don't want to talk to me if you want to cut ties I totally understand and Matthew was insistent that they maintain their relationship and says even after that 2020 interview um they still maintained a good relationship. Uh, the interviewer, Alex, said that he didn't do it. And then I guess later or recently, Matthew had done in his own interview saying that he was really mad and called Alex claims absurd. And then Alex says that the person who was on the Today Show, that Matthew Hutchins, uh, was a person that Alec had never seen before. So now he's like playing the victim. Like he's now the victim of this widow that you shot. Um, here's the thing. When people are in mourning, they're allowed to do whatever the fuck they want. Okay. He might be initially totally fine, but after a week's set in and he's looking at his child and he's thinking about his missing wife, um, that he's never going to get back. If he decides to change his mind and be like, you know what, I actually am pretty upset about that. You know, I think we let him. I think we allow him to do that. That's just going to be oftentimes part of the mourning process. So all this is terrible. Alec is only making it worse. Like, what is he hoping to gain from this filing? I'm not sure. I don't want to find out. I hope that they slap us down in court. I, in terms of like what should happen to Alec, I don't know. But to act like 
you straight up didn't do it when you did would piss me off to no end. And I am with Matthew on this one. I mean, I'm never going to be team Alec and Hilaria. Like there's got to be probably three situations (laughs) on this planet that would make me be on their side. And I couldn't tell you a single one of them. So Lord, 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 let's, let's move on. Okay. Have you guys heard about this crazy story with Kimora Lee Simmons and her estranged, I don't know if you can call him an ex-husband, the guy that she thought was her ex-husband. Ooh, this story is very weird. Um, So Kimora was uh, married to this guy named Tim uh, Leisner. He is a Goldman Sachs, a banker at Goldman Sachs, money long, 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 right? Um, they had a kid and they had a relationship after she was with Jima and Hansu. So, um, they got married in 2014. And prior to that, Tim was married to a woman named Judy Chan. She is a Chinese heiress. Um, I'm blanking on where her family's money comes from, but suffice to say her money is also quite long. Um, so they were married for a time and they break up. He meets Kimora and Kimora's unsure as to whether or not Tim is actually legally divorced. He assures her that he is. And then Kimora starts communicating with Judy this alleged ex-wife via email. Do you guys want to guess who was actually behind that email? <laughs> it was your boy, Tim. Type, type, typing away at Kimura saying, hey girl, don't worry about it. We're definitely legally divorced for sure, right? I We have a good relationship. Everything's cool. This is definitely me <laughs> from definitely Judy Chan at gmail.com, right? So Kimora is completely buying this. She's thinking, oh, everything's great. She's inviting Judy on family vacations. Like, I want to get to know you, girl. Let's do a whole modern family situation. Judy, um, quote unquote, is politely declining these invitations. And Kimora and Tim go on to get married. Then they break up. And I think don't know if they're, they're not legally divorced, but you know, what? here's the thing is that, um, they weren't legally married, right? Because he was still married to Judy when he filed papers to marry Kimora. So <laughs> bigamy, the bigamy jumped out. So the reason all this came out was because Tim is involved in an ongoing en- uh, investigation or a trial that's going on with embezzlement in terms of, or in conjunction with, uh, former colleagues of his, um, who's, uh, in, in a lot of trouble for laundering. There's another guy who Tim used the Judy Chan email and poses Judy Chan to talk to this banker who's also in legal trouble. So they, all this shit had to come out. It only came out because he was tied to these like financial crimes of other people they didn't even know if Kimora knew about this uh, divorce, alleged divorce stuff. Had no idea. So, whew, wild, right? Imagine. Imagine thinking that you were fully legally married to somebody. <laughs> and talking and in, in, in active communication with his ex-wife. I can't believe it. it that's truly unbelievable. All right, you guys, you can um, take a little break from your work, sit your fucking ass down, pop on some Skims skins loungewear, and, and let's uh, get comfortable in the Kardashian corner because we have a lot to unpack this week, don't we? <laughs> so the Variety interview heard around the world was released in anticipation of the Kardashians' new Hulu uh, show, and oh wow, the girlies ate up all these little lines, right? all these pull quotes. It worked like a charm. Everybody who says, oh, I I don't like to pay attention to the Kardashians. I would never. Every single person was like, look at what they said. Can you believe that? I don't know. Why are these people things? Because you're talking about them. That's why. 
because they say shit like this and they know they know exactly what they're doing you guys this is the shit that you should be talking about this is the real strategery is that they say shit that they know is going to antagonize the people that don't like them (laughs) not the fans the other people and, and this is what happens. And it worked like a fucking charm. It absolutely did. Okay. So the first, obviously, one was one that you heard at the top of this episode where Kim is talking about how women need to surround themselves uh, with other busy women. You need to get your fucking ass up and work. And here's the thing. Hot take, you guys. Was Kimberly Kardashian wrong? No. Was Kim Kardashian the person who should have parted her um, boat or whatever lip filler do juvederm lips to be saying anything fuck no the last person to be saying this right maybe maybe Kendall Kendall might be the last person to say this but like I, girl girl <laughs> like what can I say about that comment that hasn't been said by um every writer on uh Jimmy Fallon for the past three days now. Like, what can I say? You know, it it, it was stupid. But she knows what she's doing. Like, but also like, she's not wrong. I mean, it's, it's stupid. I mean, the thing that really got me, you know, you guys know, if you guys know me, you know, what really triggered me in that quote is, um, Miss Courtney being like, yeah, totally. (laughs) What are you talking about, man? What are you talking about? Uh, Girl, (laughs) girl. Courtney having the audacity to agree with Kim about hard work. I mean, she is the world's greatest comedian. She truly is. I can, honestly, she's like Andy Kaufman level. Do you think we, she was kidding when she said that or not? I, I, I kind of think I do. Kind of, kind of no. Kind of yes, kind of no. Um, girl. Because <laughs> you guys know how deeply triggering it is to me whenever the founder of Poosh parts her lips to say that she works so hard that Poosh is like the biggest project that she's ever done the most work she's ever done it's like yeah we know girl we know that this is the most work you've ever done <laughs> that's not the flex that you think that <laughs> not the flex that you think it is girl like why don't you turn out another tell us first of all can you access the Poosh uh website do you know the pa- the admin password that that would be my first question for you, Courtney. Do you know that the admin do you know the admin password? Um do you know could you log into the website and show us how many um matcha related articles that you have queued up for the next four quarters? These are the questions that really need to be asked of you, Courtney. Okay? These are really the questions. Because I have a feeling that um Miss Kim could could give you like at least some sort of valuation for Q3 of this year. I, I bet she could. And maybe even Chloe. Maybe even True. True could probably tell you the valuation of Good American before you could. <laughs> anyway, um, what else was... Oh, <laughs> Chloe. Chloe. Closephine Baker. Why did she say this? Why did she say this? <laughs> it's like she wants to wear the clown makeup, you know? Like the grease paint isn't coming off anymore. So I think she just decided I'm just going to keep it going because it's easier to keep it on than to like do a whole 10 step routine to take it off. And then I got to wake up in the morning and put this all back on again because Tristan couldn't keep his pingling to himself. So Chloe said this comment about how, um, you know, blaming, talking about blaming the woman when a man cheats. Okay, she says that she will, first of all, there was mention about how Tristan will be on the show and that they will be addressing the latest round of um, inseminations that he's been engaging in. But yeah, she, here's a quote of what she said. Oops. Oh, Lord, give me two seconds. Okay. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. 
every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If your significant other is doing something wrong, for the woman to be blamed, that's always been really hurtful for me. I just don't understand why there's so much finger pointing. Like it must be me. That's a heavy thing to carry. Now your fake ass is a heavy thing to carry. But anyway, so she, here's what she's trying to say before I get into it. Obviously she's saying when a man cheats, you blame his partner for him leaving and how unfair that is. Is that true? Yes. Is it true in your case? Not really, girl. Um, I don't really think anybody's blaming Chloe for Tristan and his inability to keep his penis in his pants or at least in a condom. I think people are blaming you for repeatedly going back to this man and, as we found out, accepting his proposal of marriage and then allowing this man to again inseminate whoever he finds on snapchat that particular evening let me bring you to the tweet that everybody was um referring to that everybody recalled from memory from march 1st 2019 right um at chloe kardashian says why are you lying at jordan woods question mark question mark if you're trying to save you're going to if you're going to try and save yourself by going public instead of calling me privately to apologize first at least be honest about your story by the way you are the reason my family broke up so here's the hypocrisy because people could say like oh she didn't she wasn't talking about like jordan in the situation she was referring to herself absolutely but when you chloe say you are the reason why my family broke up you are now blaming her for his indiscretions, which is equally as hypocritical as you like play acting like you're the victim to this man that you continuously make the choice to be in a relationship with. Um, and also Chloe, do we want to talk about how Tristan was in a relationship when you started dating him? And how um there was another woman waiting in the wings, ironically named Jordan, um about to crown with his baby while you guys were jetting off to the Bahamas or wherever the fuck acting like the, the greatest newest couple to ever exist, according to Malika. Right. Um, so (laughs) what's not clicking here, baby girl. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Before I get into what Tristan has done, let's just talk about the highlights of what's going to be coming on uh, the Hulu show, because um, I told you guys what uh, Courtney revealed last week from her interview, which was just like, you guys are going to see me in my pajamas and, and going to Disney World. There was some more information that sounded a lot more interesting. So apparently Kanye will be in the first episode. As of now, they're going to be doing two seasons, 40 episodes each. Kanye's going to be in the first one. Apparently, he's got like a pretty big integral storyline. Um, like I said, Tristan will be heavily featured. Um, Pete is not in it, but he's possibly willing to do some filming in the future if it's natural. But apparently, um, TV is not for him. Okay. I guess we're not talking about Saturday nights, but every, every other part of the week, TV is not for him. Um, that this is going to have more of a documentary feel. Um, Kim said that when they were on E, they were sort of catering to what they audience wanted, but this is going to be more of like their real life. Um, so I'm hoping that, uh, eliminates any, um, wacky, scenes with uh jonathan chebin in a wig or something um and yeah i think that's 
really about it. So yeah, let's get into what Tristan has done this time. Okay, so more Snapchat messages have been revealed from his uh, communications and uh, trying to get Marley Nichols, the latest baby mama, to abort his latest child, right? Um, so this all came out in court. He said that in these Snapchat messages that he was engaged to Chloe. Um, there was a big ring that she was rocking not too long ago and everybody figured it was an engagement ring. Apparently that was true. Um, so the message says, I'm engaged, but I will be married soon. I told you I won't and can't be in the child life by all, at all by no means. Why not wait till you find the right person to have a family with? Why would you want a baby with a man that's engaged you want to keep a mistake. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Then he told Marley that he spent $2 million on this engagement ring. Now this is where I'm saying hold the phone. Because in previous messages to her that had been released, he had said, oh, you know, in another attempt to try and get out of having this baby, um, I'm about to leave the NBA you're about to have a baby with an unemployed man. You're just going to get the minimum of what the state requires for child support. Like, you know, why don't you just take the 70th grand that I'm offering you now? Cause that's way more than you're ever going to get from me because I'm about to be retired. Um, but then you're spending $2 million on an engagement ring. Even now, even if, even if Tristan, even like an actively working Tristan, what I know from him in the NBA, I feel like $2 million on engagement ring is pretty steep for you, boy. I mean, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of your contract money going out for a ring. Anyway, the messages go on to say that, okay, this was, these were from messages from May of 2021, that he and Chloe were going to move out of the country with True. He goes, just a heads up, me and my fiance are going to announce publicly about our marriage. Just a heads up. We're probably moving out of the country in September and live in either Europe or Caribbean. Better living for us and our family away from the BS of America. <laughs> I can tell you, even a person who has never seen Keeping Up with the Kardashians and just has a tertiary um knowledge of Khloe Kardashian knows that damn well this bitch is not going to move to the Caribbean <laughs> to escape the U.S. Can you imagine? That is so ridiculous. I mean, the, the lengths, the lowest, the low, the bar that he has set for himself should be lowered. I mean, you couldn't even think of a good lie, a better lie than that. Uh, you couldn't think of a better lie than, oh, hey, I'm actually engaged and we're going to move to the, the Caribbean. <laughs> Sir, come on. He's a fool. And again, I have to ask the question. Let's end the episode, Chloe, of why you would want to be in a relationship with a man who speaks this way about women, two women. He's speaking this way to a, if if it's not going to click to you, how poorly he treats you as a reason to get out of this relationship. It should click to you how poorly he treats other women. Like these are the things that he's saying about a woman who has a, his child inside of him. These are like vile, vile things to say. He's a true clown. She's the ringmaster. Ugh, help us all. Hashtag save true 2022. <laughs> Save true 2022, you guys. With that, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. If you're able to give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, I would greatly appreciate that. You can also give me five stars on Spotify if you listen over there. Um, love you. Be back later this week.